Hello, this is Neighbours from the Mobile Pirate Net Studios at the Australian Podcast Awards 2018. I'm there and I have Kate here. Hi. CJ is in New York because she's living a better life than us. Her best life. I was going to say, it's a bit hard to say better life than us. We are at the Melbourne Spiegel Tent in Collingwood, yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. They're putting on a lovely show and we are hosting the red carpet. We really do actually have a strip of red carpet in front of us right here. Not like the time where I went to my, my local community radio awards night and my dad said he'd supply the red carpet and he provided like a patch of oriental runner. <laughs> It was nice. It just wasn't what people were expecting. I think it was a bit more Chinese restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In fact, it was in a Chinese restaurant, the event. So nice, nice. nice. It looked nice. Yeah. But what we're going to do is we're going to just meet a whole crapload of nominees and other podcasters from all over Australia. What we're also going to do is we've set ourselves a little challenge, a Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon-esque challenge of trying to connect as many podcasts as we can to neighbours in Erinsborough. I'm feeling optimistic, Vaya, that we will find people here. That We've already made some connections from the program already. Yeah, we're feeling it. And so people are arriving now, uh, before the event, so we'll find out who they're here representing and just see how we can, see if you can connect people to neighbours in ways we've missed and, you know, let us know. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll It's time to neighbours CJ, Kate Let's get the neighbours We've just found Alison Tinderland from Dating Upside Down which is an amazing dating and relationship podcast has it seen some success out in the field? Absolutely. I've absolutely seen success. I'm nominated. That's something yeah, yeah. for an award tonight. No, I, meant, I meant romance success. Oh, Have you united no, people? No, absolutely not. I've been celibate for six months. Are you kidding? Actually, that, that has just been a storyline on Neighbours yeah, where um, really? the two besties on the show, who we also actually call the saddest bitches in Erinsborough, <laughs> went on a month's celibacy pledge. No, no, yeah. there was no... There's no pledge here. They, they like did it on purpose. The story of my life, which is why I'm doing this show. <laughs> but they're back on the blokes now, Well, they're trying to be, so... That's good. Take it wherever you can get it. This is Ian. Hello. And um, what's your podcast? I do a podcast called The Chosen Brew, which is the six beers that changed everything. So people talk <laughs> through their beer journey, so like their ultimate six-pack. Can I just ask, is Lou Carpenter's homebrew one of those? If Lou Carpenter... I would love Lou Carpenter on the show. Um, obviously, uh, Lou Carpenter... The, I know he is played by an actor, but which he was born in in England, where I'm yes, from as well. So, yeah. just to clarify, the six beers that changed everything—they're not the, the ones you had last night, are they? They didn't change. They changed me a little, <laughs> but probably more in the morning than <laughs> when I was drinking them. So, it's a fascinating concept. Give us one of them. Yeah. Oh, so uh, what I do, I invite people oh. in a craft beer scene. So, like, uh, I invite oh, okay. brewers around Melbourne or around Australia. And I've also in- in- interviewed a brewer from San Diego, from Ballast Point. Ooh. So, uh, lots of... And people get really passionate about it. So, yeah. it's a it's a bit of a niche, but it's a passionate niche. So, <laughs> very nice. And the other podcast is called The Wheel of Sports, which is on the Turnstile Network. And um, basically spin a wheel. So, does it land on a sport? Yeah, so it doesn't land on a sport, but it lands on a, a topic. So, like, rule breaker, out of bounds. And then we basically um, go through a nostalgic journey through a sport moment that, that um, you know, really iconic. In fact, we are going to cover the underarm bowling scandal yes. against New Zealand yes. in the cricket in 1981. 
up until quite recently, it was the most shameful moment in Australian cricket. Yeah. Yeah, now, uh, yeah, I know, it's been surpassed. (laughs) But the interesting thing about this moment was that um, one of the batsmen for New Zealand was called Ian Smith, which, as we know... As we know. Our mate Harold. Harold. So in my mind, when I was researching this, this story... I just had Harold Bishop running, <laughs> represent. You know where he went missing for a long time. We, oh, in Bass Strait. Yeah. So we talked that maybe he went in Bass Strait, landed in New Zealand, went back in time to 1981. <laughs> Brought shame upon the nation. Well, no, no, he was just the batsman for New oh, Zealand. Oh, so. he was. Oh, so I didn't. I shouldn't tarnish his good name. Yeah, yeah. It, well, he did get bowled out so, oh, okay. <laughs> by, by Trevor Chappell. <laughs> so when he was bowled at overarm, uh, so we're big fans. My other co-host Justin, Justin Price, is a big fan of Neighbours. So yeah. we watched it so, for years. So have you been out to visit Randy Street? I have many times. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. Course. yeah Pinot Court. Yeah, yes, big, yes. big fan. I feel like you could be a guest on our show. Yeah, well, when my sister arrived in uh, Melbourne for the first time, I said, oh, we'll drop off your bags and things. You know, she's a bit sleepy, and uh, I drove her straight to Pinot Court. Oh, and she got out of the car, she, she burst into tears. Oh. They was... should have a special fast track for Brits getting off the plane, just going, now, would you like to go into the city, or shall we take you straight to Nunawadding? <laughs> <laughs> to Vermont. We have Lee and Erin from the podcast Love and Luck. Hi, Lee. Hello. Hi. Tell us what Love and Luck is about. So Love and Luck is an audio drama podcast. It's one of the few in Australia. We're quite new. It's not very popular. Um, the story follows two men who fall in love and find they have magic powers, use those powers to protect and support their community. Yeah, and it's very, very, very based in Melbourne. We use real Melbourne places and people in the story a lot and stuff like that. This is just like Neighbours. <laughs> tell, you've got to tell, tell them how. And we have, uh, we, Neighbours. Neighbours yeah. has quite a few... Um, Gabers. Yeah, Gabers, yes. Yeah. And Aaron and David just got back together. But what are their special powers? Aaron's is um, digital marketing. And he's also a stripper. Exotic dancer. Yes, like Gary what, what sort of powers are you guys talking about? Um, so mostly like empathy um, and probability sort of stuff. Yeah. It's very subtle. They, 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 um, they, they can make shit happen. Like my, my character managed to send um, his character uh, a bunch of clown flowers. So that was fun. Yes. <laughs> like that squirt in his face? No, no, like a clown gave flowers. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's not that different from Neighbours. Like it is very much a soap opera. Like we're, we're pretty open about that. Yeah. And I'll stop you there from saying it's not that popular because the great thing about podcasting is people don't know and they just believe, they just believe your heart. They're like, you guys are doing so well, Mikey. Yeah. <laughs> but admittedly, like I publish our stats monthly, so you know. Like... Yeah, we're we're very open about our numbers because yeah. we find a lot of podcasters aren't, yeah. and it makes it really difficult for new podcasters to know how they're doing. Yeah. So we're very open with our download mm. numbers. Yeah. Oh, hard on your sleeves, guys. Of I like of it. My name's Jess McGall. I'm Donna Lou. What's your show? Uh, it's called The Grey Matter. It's a neuroscience podcast out of the Queensland Brain Institute and the University of Queensland in Brisbane. So you've travelled for the event tonight then? We have travelled for the event. We've travelled from Brisbane. This is very fitting. So we host a Neighbours podcast and recently in Erinsborough, they're trying to campaign to get free MRIs for all, everybody who comes into the hospital. Wow. Okay. Um, what do you think about that initiative? Uh, I think it may be very costly to whoever's <laughs> supplying the MRIs. That's the sticking point at the minute. Well, they're actually having raffles and bric-a-brac sales to, in order to fund the actual machines themselves. So, and they've already bought one. So, yeah, they've got well. yeah, they got one. So, we're trying to connect everyone to neighbours tonight. So, that's you guys sorted. And 
Is it exciting being one of the most probably ac- academic podcasts in the room? <laughs> I think the others in the category as well might uh, rival us. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's a real honour to be here from Brisbane and it's so exciting and we're just really happy to be a part of it. Great. And hopefully we can come to Brisbane next year because, you know, they're spreading the love around. It's much warmer up where we are. So much warmer. <laughs> and half of Neighbours is up there. I was going to say, on Ramsey Street, it's never cold, is it? So I hope you weren't disappointed by Melbourne's weather tonight. <laughs> it's, it's not too bad. I've got a coat, though. James, have you got a show nominated tonight? Yes, uh, the Hospopreneurs podcast. So it's all about creativity and innovation in hospitality. How can one be creative in hospitality? Give me an example. That is a very good question. Uh, I'm actually looking at starting another show just around creativity. Uh, But I'll keep that under wraps for now. But with regards to tonight, uh, in hospitality, I guess it's around thinking creatively or innovatively. And so I just like to delve into how people are changing the game in the hospitality industry. So, for example, on Ramsey Street, Dippy, who runs Harold's Cafe, has this deconstructed taco salad on the chalkboard of that joint for like a year now. Is that creative? No. No, that's not creative or innovative. Deconstructed taco salad. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I would definitely say not creative or innovative. You'd almost think that that's like a burrito bowl or something anyway. It is. So. It's, like, yeah, it's yeah. like a, well, he could. He could say it's like the HSP of yes. tacos. Oh. Right. Oh. But he, more than he needs that. to innovate. He needs to use marketing game. Innovation and creativity really comes down to how you think. Some people get it and some people don't. And getting it, people have tried to define for years and years. And I've not found a way to describe what it is. But ultimately, some people have it and some people don't. Oh, man, this is like... um. Yeah, but what's that book that said it... Oh, every- Secret. Not the secret. Older than the secret. Not how to win friends. No. That Dale Carnegie book. Rich. Yes. Yes. Think and grow rich. Yes. The whole time he's going to tell you what the key to success is, and, and then he, yeah. he leaves so you to I'm figure it out. Reading Think and Grow Rich at the moment, and uh, he never quite tells you exactly. He's like it's contained within this book, but he never really tells you specifically. He's like these are the rules and systems to use. And by knowing these rules and systems, you'll understand what the key is. And then cut to 70 years later, everyone's trying to Wikipedia what the hell it is. I think we need to get Paul Robinson to write a book. Okay, great. We'll workshop that. My name is Rory. Rory? Oh, Rory? Yeah. We're going to tell you why that name is significant to us in a moment. But you've got a show nominated tonight. I do, the Movie Magoo's Film Reviews. Now, that actually messaged Vaya when I read your nomination. I said, that is potentially the best podcast name I've ever heard. Yes, we, we, uh, the, when the name came up, it was always like a, a temporary name until we think of a proper name, yeah. and it just stuck, yeah. because it rhymes. Yeah, it's, a, it's a lovely little couplet. Now, the reason Rory is significant is because Rory was a recent neighbour's character. He ran an exotic dancing troupe, and he, they were making it big in Paris, and he's, um, so he was trying it, to break up the main... Is it inspired by you? That's, that's the is question. it inspired by me? Ah, I'm trying to think of a witty reply to that because it just seems like a, like a, like a perfect segue into something like a, real, a personal story about when I may have well, stripped, you, you but could, I never did. I well, like, you could just take your top off. <laughs> well, if we're talking movies then, what genre of film? Because obviously there's your showgirls, there's your full Monty. Where, which, what genre are you, is your niche? In, in stripper form? No, just in general. I was just springboarding off well, of that. Go stripper form. <laughs> yeah, go, so we're go. Going with that. Showgirls, of yeah. course. Because of the bath scene. It's a modern classic. You mean the pool? The pool scene. My bad. Am I... <laughs> Did, was it not um, Dylan McDermott, the other one? 
the Kyle guy who was on um, the Sex and City? Yeah, yeah, Charlotte's uh, husband. Yeah. Kyle McLaughlin. That's it, yeah, yeah. You know, the weird thing about that movie is, like, I actually, when I watched it, I thought, that seems all right. And then afterwards, <laughs> everyone got panned as, like, the, one of the worst films of all time. And I'm like, oh, how embarrassing. I, one of those, I guess my opinion was wrong <laughs> moments. No, well, that's why I'm a reviewer. So you have to stick with your, your opinion, yeah. you know, even, if it's, even if it's controversial later. Hey, if it becomes a cult classic, then you were never wrong. Yes. Movie Magoo's film reviews called it Showgirls Actually Alright. <laughs> Where are we from Kindling? I was just listening to one of yours today. Well, so what's your name? My name's Siobhan. Kindling Conversation, you probably were it's parenting. No, but it's a network, isn't it? Yes, the Beanies. This is Kindling Conversation. Okay. Well, which categories are you guys nominated? So we're in the Kids and Family, kids and family. one for the Beanies. And you guys are in... Lifestyle and Health. We're in Lifestyle and Health. <laughs> Don't ask Siobhan. Ask the producer, Elise. <laughs> lifestyle and Health, very important category. Super important. Like, the most important. If the kids aren't right... It might surprise you to know that Kate had a baby three weeks ago. And actually, I BYO'd him tonight, so... He's here, he's in there, he's our plus one. B-Y-O-B, but yeah, you yeah. missed up the B. Yeah. Three weeks. Three weeks, she, she had him three weeks ago. Where is it? Is the baby here? Yeah, he's in there. He's yeah. <laughs> well, I just spoke for her, I'm not, yeah, I'm not her partner. You might, have, you might have to ask his dad. <laughs> my two co-hosts have three babies between them, and we call them the Nabubs. Oh so I'm forever in their parenting threads on Messenger, hearing everything about their lives. Sorry. Does that mean you... Make your babies watch Neighbours. Uh, yeah, they haven't missed an episode. <laughs> of course. Call dogs! Call dogs! <laughs> uh, it's quality Australian television. No, Correct. No. Listen to the producer. I, I would just like to point out that the hospital I gave birth in didn't actually get Channel 11, so I had to catch up online with the iPad with the baby. And was it on your data as well? They didn't even have Wi-Fi? No, no, I got, okay, I got the right. Wi-Fi. These are the struggles of motherhood that people don't talk about. On my phone. <laughs> Next episode, Kindling Conversation, how do you watch Neighbours whilst giving birth? Yeah. Or what do you watch while you give birth? Oh, I have an answer for that. What? Well, with my daughter, I, I, I was watching The Block, and then this time around I was watching House Hunters Renovators oh, until... Yes, yes, until Mid- until I had to turn it, like it off midway through. And they put something on the roof yeah. and you're just like, oh, The Block it is, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather give birth and watch The Block again? Yes, I would actually. It was, it was far less traumatic than watching. Yeah, no, I don't think I'll ever be able to watch House Hunters Renovators again. So, yeah. so hospitals in Melbourne are very different to hospitals in Sydney. There were no tell. No, hold on. Sorry, depends if whether you go public or private. Public, no TVs. Private, my friend's husband watched the race, some kind of race, while she was giving birth. Oh, actually, um, the, yeah, the F1 Grand Prix was on when my daughter was born, so my husband did watch that while I slept. Most, more importantly, if you are at Erinsborough Hospital, um, you're all just in the same ward anyway, same room, so there's not many options. I'm Vaya, hello, I'm from Neighbours. Oh, uh, the, Neighbours. It's a Neighbours podcast. The horse, the horse Entertainment <laughs> Network, yeah. I, nay, yes. Nay, nay, yeah. Oh my God, I was oh, like, really? who are you calling a horse? <laughs> Is this recorded? Why have you recorded? Olympia Valance is a beautiful woman. Um, so you guys are, is it Welcome to Patrick? Is that right? Yeah, Patrick. Welcome to Patrick. Yeah. That's what you just welcome said. Welcome to Patrick. We're, 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 Patchwork. We're, we're, we're an Irish comedy, <laughs> comedy trio. Patchwork, you've got that beautiful graphic with the yeah, people under the quilt. Yeah, Joe about the content. It's We've just other got a people. Graphic. It's other people under the quilt. Well, okay, so tell me about your show. 
because clearly oh, this is I so hard. Yeah. So I reckon Josh is the best at yeah. an elevator summary. Uh, it's a comedy podcast essentially, but we we kind of distilled it down to we do a lot of social convention stuff. So like, oh, if you go to a party and you bring a packet of chips, if you leave the party and the pack and the chips are unopened, are you allowed to take the pack? No. Because Greeks don't take food back with them. Oh, so <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> we leave. We leave the chips behind, of course, because it's it's. But no, they're sacrificed to the party, and when the party ceases to exist, the chips. No, it's for the host. It's We've for, been uh, through this. Yeah. It's because what if tomorrow they're hungry? People will waste away does with no chips. If it's wine or chips, does it change for the Greek community? Because the Greek community no, it's, is the. It's, it's, is, it's I heard tonight the Greek community, the largest Greek community outside of Athens. Yeah. Yeah, so it must be hell going to Greece, going to Athens, taking the chips. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I just like to clear up. It's, it's ouzo rather than wine, isn't it? Ouzo, sipuro is all right. But no, you, you've got to come with something and you've got to leave with nothing. Leave with nothing. That's the important part. I agree. Yeah, entirely. Unless, unless you're going to something. That's the key. Unless you go to a Greek person's house, then you leave with half a truckload of meat. Why the podcast works? Because well, we think it works because Christian says you must come with something, and Josh is thinking you don't have to come with anything because everyone else brings stuff. (laughs) No, this is why skips have bad parties. You're the neighbours, girls. Yeah, we are. Cool. I'm Vaya. This is Kate. I'm Leanne, also known as Mad Mumsy. Mad Mumsy, yeah. So tell, uh, tell us about your podcast. And tell us what level of madness are we talking oh, here? Oh, it's totally out there. No, not really. Um, I've got a podcast called Beers with a Miner, and it's uh, about the mining industry. Oh, I, I drive yeah. the big trucks. Yes. Yeah. I was about your show. Oh, we're yeah, now. Yeah. Ooh, cool. <laughs> uh, and how, how, what's the response to it? Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's very niche, obviously. Yeah, a lot of people yes. don't really care about mining. Oh, um, there's, there's a character on Neighbours, Aaron, who is, we just call Aaron Down the Mines because he works down the mines. Oh, really? And he had an exotic dancing act and he called himself the kid from Kalgoorlie and he just oh, comes out in his mining outfit and oh, takes his clothes off. Really? Oh, my God. I didn't know that. I don't watch Neighbours anymore. Yes, ever since they changed channel. Yeah, it's, yeah, that was not a good move. My mum still watches. You must get a lot of like fly-in, fly-out workers that listen. Yeah, yeah, a lot of FIFO. Where I am, I'm in central Queensland. I'm a coal miner, and um, we drive in, drive out, just north of Mackay. Okay. Yeah, around Mackay area. So, and last year I was coming down, but that bloody cyclone Debbie. Oh, so I didn't make it. We had flights and tickets and motel, and I didn't come. That's right. I remember now that swept through. So I'm here with my cousin, Asha. So, yeah, uh, that's all. First time we've really been out as grown-ups. So, yeah, pretty cool. And alcohol as well. Um, Jen, so I'm from the General Admission Podcast. Yeah, the newcomer. Congratulations. Thanks for that. <laughs> I'm Jonah. I'm just our guest. <laughs> There's no just about it. That's a very important role. Moral support. Tell us about your podcast. So basically it's a weekly music podcast where we get like anyone in the music industry to talk about, you know, the stories behind the sound. What I love about it is that because it's a podcast, like we get a bit freestyle, things get a little bit fun, unexpected topics. And yeah, it's just a nice like way to, to talk to artists outside of, you know, their work. And how new are we talking? How When did you start it? So we literally started at the end of February, but we started like working on it like in January. So um, it's been really new for us, but we're just really excited to be here and that it's t- took it off like this. And now that you've come to an event, it's going to com- keep taking over your life for the next two years. <laughs> oh my God, it literally has already. Like the amount of times I spend on emails and just plugged in, it's like my baby and like I feel the same way as well.
I'm Tara and this is Barney. We're from Bloody Murder. Oh, excellent. And we've got Cambo from True Crime Island and Broderick from Felon as well. Oh, wow. This is a true crime takeover. It is. And right. It really is. Has there been a stoush with you guys already tonight? Uh, no, we've actually been helping each other campaign because we're all nominated in the most popular category. Um, but if, whoever wins, the others are just going to beat them up and steal their trophy. <laughs> Shit in a bucket. Bit, uh, a bit of friendly banter. That's about. A shallow bush grave awaits. Boom, fuck a Yeah. Have you guys heard about the biggest murder mystery in recent Neighbours history? We, we're from a Neighbours podcast. No, but my friend John was on Neighbours. He plays the teacher, the English guy. Wayne. Yes. Wayne. That's Sex John. pest Wayne. Yes. We used to work together. Um, he, he is so popular with the UK viewers. That's fantastic. And that the, he's, his character gets dragged through the mud. He's um, apparently got bad BO. Yeah. Oh, really? Because in real life he smells really fine. And he's a sex pest. That up for us. Is he a sex pest as well? Or, uh, or does he treat no, people nicely? He's very intense and loud, but he's a lovely dude. He's quite funny and um, spiritual at the same time. But more importantly, crime. Faye has been using a line tonight, which I think is very important here. You don't have to watch Neighbours to enjoy Neighbours, the recap podcast. And so, because people everyone always says to me, oh, I don't watch Neighbours, so I can't listen to your show. And my answer to them is, you don't have to have killed someone to enjoy true crime. Well, that's a very good way of looking at it. And everyone loves Toadie, so there you go. <laughs> Toadie and serial killing. Not On there is Toadie back in the... Toadie's never left. He's never oh. left. Oh, really? Toady must be a grandfather really? by now, shouldn't you? He? <laughs> he's, uh, he's got a, he's got a couple of kids. So him and Susan are banging. I heard uh, Toady and Susan are banging. See, this is already one of the best storylines of the year. What? Well, knowing that how Susan rolls IRL, yeah? My friend used to with Toady and Marabin in the 80s. Some of that will have been censored. It's really beautiful to see the crime community bonded together. Oh, yeah. Heartening. I'm Ron. What's your show, Ron? The show is Across the Aisle. Oh, oh we're in your category. We're category mates. Exciting. Yes. We're yes, neighbours. Neighbours, of course. It's so much fun creating new content. Isn't it? It's just amazing. It's such a buzz. It's really, really exciting. And the turnout here is just a testament to all the hard work everybody does and how much passion there is. Yes. <laughs> we're reading up on the other nominees in our category. Yeah. And when we're reading about yours, I said to Vade, oh, do you think they went to see The Bodyguard like we did? Because we'd like to go and see whichever shows have Neighbours alumni in them. So Kip Gamblin was on Neighbours, so we went and saw him in The Bodyguard. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Philip and Carla do all the hard work out in the field. Yeah. They don't let me out much. I just stay there and twiddle knobs and push buttons. Are they here? They are, yes. They've right. disappeared in search of a drink. Hi, I'm Yvette and I'm part of the Eat magazine podcast and app. Eat? Yeah. That's right up our alley. It's about food and wine and tourism and culture. Cullen and I basically love to share what we experience with the wider world. Excellent. How's the food and wine faring this evening? Fantastic, actually. Look, this is just an amazing night. It's an incredible atmosphere. Here we are, beginning of May. I don't know what the temperature is, but it's kind of like paradise. We're outside the Spiegel tent, and the whole thing is just popping. It's like a night under the stars. Isn't it amazing? Yes, well, you've really painted a picture there, which I have failed to do. That's beautiful. We've been drawn by the sparkly suit here. And this is Philip from Across the Aisle. Which is a oh. podcast about theatre and yeah. the arts. Well, we were just to oh, good. And we were saying that because we always pursue any Neighbours alumni that go on to do theatre. So we went to see The Bodyguard because Kip Gamblin was in it. Was the Bodyguard. Fantastic. Okay, wonderful. Did you do 
I haven't seen The Bodyguard. The idea in the show is that we choose one each per month, and so there's a little bit of, you know, what might Carla not ordinarily see herself? But I secretly suspect that she is a musical queen anyway. Like, I don't need to coach her into those spaces, right? But how is the bodyguard? See, I, I hate a musical. Okay. So I went along there with very, very low expectations. Yes. And I really enjoyed it. She had a cracker of a ta- good time. But on the other side of the coin, we went and saw Carla Bonner in The Seagull. Is it the Chekhov? Based on the Chekhov play? So we try, we go... It, anywhere, there's a neighbours character on stage. They generally, do okay, neighbours alumni. Yeah, because I think they're excited to just crack out of their mould. Okay, okay, I love that. I love that. So Carla had this like steamy sex scene where she's like backed up against the fridge and yes, she was like, here it is, it's all letting loose. Fabulous, I love that. Anyway, have a good night. Thank you. Bye. I'm Andrew Mensel. I host the Cricket Unfiltered podcast. Well, excellent, because we've got to talk to you about cricket, because Neighbours is hinges on an iconic backyard cricket scene. Oh, it does, doesn't it? And I think Damien Fleming was on Neighbours not so long ago, who's a cricketer, so... Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Warney's been on as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, and my wife's a massive Neighbours fan. They host the Neighbours podcast. Oh, no, I haven't watched it for about 15 years. Doesn't matter. That's okay. That's the beauty of Neighbours. What was What was your era? Which Kylie, decade? Jason. Yeah, Jason. I remember Kylie's first scene. Oh, yeah, so get, she breaking the window. Into, yeah, yeah. So guess who just came back on the show last week? Oh, uh, the horrible woman. She's evil. And she had an affair with Carl. Oh, Izzy. No, but even more importantly to you, Plain Jane's super brain. Oh, I loved her. And there's a possible romance on with Paul. So there you go. Paul was trying to put the moves on. Oh, wow. <laughs> has he got one leg now? He does, he does. He does. But that doesn't you're stop across, him. You're across all the issues. Yeah, yeah. Watching it See, no one forgets. Back to cricket. <laughs> See, we can just roll over to Neighbours. That must be some big eps for you lately then. Yeah, I think the whole sandpaper affair was... It was bad for Australian cricket, but good for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... The season was sort of winding down and then that all kicked off and cricket news just exploded. We were just chatting to another podcaster about the underarm bowling incident and I was just explaining to Bay that up until recently it was the most shameful moment in Australian cricket. But obviously, yeah, the sandpaper incident has surpassed that. Apparently bowling like you did in primary school didn't seem so bad after this. Well, Trevor Chappell, who bowled the underarm ball, I think was the only person that came out of the sandpaper thing happy because it's like (laughs) he's off the hook finally as the most infamous man in Australian cricket history. I've found another one of our category mates. It's personal favourite, Book Who's Talking. So, this is Book Who's Talking, Kate. Oh, fantastic. So, um, Fiona and Ben and... Laura, hi, and this is Josie, and I was going to talk to you guys about a collaboration because they're, they're just releasing, Kate, with that book, they're releasing that Romance Neighbours book, Paul and Gail? Oh yes, that's right, it was, um, t- Paul and Gail's Marriage of Convenience, Gail being Paul Robinson's second wife, uh-huh. so it's it's a vintage love story from the 80s. Oh, and, and, it's, and it's a book and they've just released it. So I might make you guys read it. I kind of yeah. want to read that. That no, sounds like I a definitely want to read that. I cannot wait. <laughs> I was just about to say, I'm not sure if you guys are a bit highbrow for us, but no, the oh, end, no, that's what it is. Oh, you've, not, you've not listened recently. <laughs> I mean, we normally cast our books, so that's already cast. So no, but it's the 80s. We could do a whole like reimagined, oh, like a reader, and we'll do a crossover. But what's, what, what's as highbrow as you get then on Book Who's Talking? Oh. We, we're not that highbrow. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll go the other way. What's as lowbrow as you get? Oh, 
Well, we did an episode on um, where Laura answered all our questions about Fifty Shades of Grey because she's yeah. read them all. That'll do it. I've read all the books and seen all the movies and we have done none of those. So we asked all the questions that everybody might want to know about Fifty Shades but are too afraid to ask. She was very open with us. And to redeem yourself, like, what's more a middle ground of where you normally sit? Uh, we like to like read books that have buzz around them and we like to read books that have TV tie-ins like we read Alias Grace and then we watched the show and we compared and contrasted those Big we, Little Lies we did Big Little Lies I love your Big Little Lies episode yeah, thank you. <laughs> is it the, the penis sound effect the, the boing of the oh penis? that's gone out of my mind but now I'm yeah I'm having yeah. <laughs> it's, all, it's all coming back to you now isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. super super highbrow <laughs> My name is Mark Pesci, uh, and I am the host of a nominated podcast called The Next Billion Seconds. That is a beautiful title. Thank you. Um, And it's a podcast all about the future, and it interviews the people who are creating that future. Who are those people? Well, let's see. We've had Dr. Genevieve Bell. We've had Andy Pullane. We've had Rames Nam, Eric Davis. We've had, there's a bunch of people from all sorts of, whether, whether they're thinking about the future of how we're going to believe or the future of how energy works or the future of how animals start communicating once we start wiring them up with sensors. Did you know that cows have friends? Uh, no. I am no, making not. this up. Because when you actually start putting sensors on cows, you find out that they're always hanging out with the same couple of cows have friends. So we should stop calling mean girls cows because they're actually really lovely. We should never call them cows. I I was reading today that pigs are as trainable as dogs. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, pigs are very smart and cows have friends. And it turns out that when you build a self-milking barn so the cows can just go in and milk themselves whenever they want, Cows have historically been milked at sunrise and sunset because that suited the farmer. Well, it turns out cows themselves like to get milked four or five times a day. Whoa! Which, if you think about it... Look, I just just to say, I've got a very small baby, and I can believe that. As someone who is feeding a child... No, exactly. Exactly. And how would you like to have to hold that in? No, it wouldn't. Well, you would produce less milk. Yeah, yeah. You'll find out in about an hour. So, no, but the thing is, is, but this is exactly it. And so the cows are happier and producing more milk because we've built systems to listen to the cows. So that's the kind of thing we talk about on the show. So congrats, you guys are nominated for Child Proof this evening. This is Tony Martin and Serena, Serena Rao, which began as a, a pitch for a show and then ended up being a stage show and then ended up being a podcast. Yeah, it's, it's surely bound for the theatre restaurant circuit next, I think. <laughs> Where can it go? Off to the Swagman? We need to rebuild the Swagman from scratch in Ferntree Gully, get Bucks Fizz back out, get Leo Sayer down, (laughs) create the full, the, uh, what was it, the smorgasbord they're famous for. And the dancing girls. The dancing girls from the ad, you can YouTube that. Recreate the full Swagman experience and then we'll do childproof the dining experience. Tickets are already moving. I know, I can feel that. We need to talk to you guys, though, because so we're from a Neighbours podcast and we know you're connected to Ash Williams. Oh, yes. Who's famous for his backing on Neighbours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we recently had him co-host the show with us. And, and who he was Rory? Yes. He's a bisexual, am I right? Well, yeah, yeah. We're not 100% sure right. if he's bisexual. He's definitely gay, but he's a, he's a chancer, really. What's the name oh, of his... Okay. Uh, I think bisexual was his oh. interpretation, yeah. You're thinking of Rough Trade, rough aren't you? Rough Trade, <laughs> yes. 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 Uh, the uh, exotic dancing troupe that yeah. he managed. Uh, but his character just vanished without a trace. Well, no, we did, uh, I think it's actually uploaded now, the latest episode of uh, Team Effort. We ask him what happened to his character. He goes, mate, I don't know. 
<laughs> yeah, she has no idea. It's the official statement. That's the presser. When he was a guest on our show, we're actually in at the ABC, and Vera and I were waiting inside, and he was outside, and getting like getting stuff from his car, and he completely just stripped off. Oh yeah, in the street. Pretty, yeah, that's yeah. pretty normal. Uh, <laughs> it, it was like an immersive experience. But for more importantly, have you yourself been on Neighbours? Uh, I haven't been on Neighbours, but I know a lot of people who have. My friend Dave Graney. Of course. We were, we were interviewed on his radio show. Last week. Yeah, right, right. He's a secret, not-so-secret, Neighbours addict. Yeah, I know. He knows it all backwards. Yeah. And what I loved about him when he went on Neighbours, it was a two-parter. And normally if a celebrity goes on Neighbours, it's like, remember when Michael Palin was on Home and Away and he was just running up the beach with a surfboard and he said one line. But Dave said, no, no, I want a proper storyline. And he was like, he had a, didn't he? on Susan, wasn't he? Yeah, he and was Toadie, And he had a fight with Toadie. And Toadie kidnapped him. Yeah. Toadie yeah. kidnapped him for a radio interview. Yeah, it was like a full-on, like he was the main character in those two episodes. Um, well, enjoy the night. Yes, Congrats. you too. Cheers. Kate, Best of luck. Kate was a bit worried because she's had a baby three weeks ago. She's like, oh don't tell them. I'm like, oh, no. they're oh, allowed to live in a world with children. Yeah, we don't hate children. <laughs> but he's, I, I did bring him with me tonight, so it's like, what we love oh, is that we had, we just left the house and came here. There was no need to wait for babysitters. Our cat, though. Is it, can we yeah, do have a cat? You can buy self-feeders, auto-feeders. That <laughs> I would frighten to do that because he would not the stop. Poor, the poor would stay on the feeder the button, and on we go. We've got Matt Dow here, better known uh, as the Pots and Pans. Hi, ladies. Uh, Matt does a lot of the audio for many of Tony Martin's projects, including Childproof. Always fun with Tone. Always, never a dull moment. Now, you had to create a whole soundscape for Childproof because it's a fictional podcast that was done as a live show. It was an interesting one. When we first talked about it, we didn't really know how that would sit because it was recorded in front of a live audience over three nights. So we're like, is this something that it'll just have, you know, the odd sound effect in there to to make it sound sound like it happened on the night because there weren't sound effects on the night? And it became pretty apparent that we could turn it into like a sitcom type scenario and give it a full soundscape and, and that's what ended up, uh, that was the, the resulting podcast over six eps. And what's your next one on the go? Sizzletown? Sizzletown, so we're two episodes out at the moment and uh, yeah, looking to, to roll, keep that going on into the future, which is super exciting, yeah. What's your name? Jane. I'm Finn. Lola. And what's the name of your show? Kids vs. Art. Kids vs. Art. And uh, how would you describe it to people that have never heard it? Um, so it's basically a bunch of kids who go along to shows in the Fringe Festival and the Wired Lab uh, Open Day, and we just review the shows there. Yeah. And which city do you guys live in? So we're from Melbourne, but we've got contacts in Jugeong. So we went up there for the Wild Lab Open Day, which was late last year. And are you guys nominated for an award tonight? Uh, yeah, we're in the family and kids section, I think. And how did you get into a podcast? How did you get started with it? Um, drama. <laughs> did someone suggest it to you? Um, Jackson said, "Do you want to do this thing called Kids vs. Art?" And we accepted. And you just and you you create the whole thing yourselves. Well, yeah, we do, we make the content, and then our directors obviously do all the editing and the hard work. You've got people. You've got a team. <laughs> Most importantly, have you guys heard of the TV show Neighbours? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> do you know any characters from it? Nope. Do, do you know anything that it's about? No. <laughs> My TV's broken, so I wouldn't be able to watch it. I can only watch ABC. 
That's a pizza. ABC Free. We will accept that as an that's excuse. Right. I think that's pretty bad. <laughs> Does it make you want to do your own show, your own theatre show in the Fringe? Uh, yeah, I think so. I was actually a part of a show called We All Know What's Happening, which was with Art House. Yeah, it was about the refugees on Nauru and all that, so that was pretty good. Well, that's brilliant. Well, congrats on getting nominated. Can I just ask a question, which I haven't asked anyone else tonight? How old are you guys? Um, 11. I just turned 11 a few days ago. I'm 13. I'm 9. Amazing. Uh, this is, yeah, you're very well organised and you're well represented and you've achieved a lot already, so well done. We're just going to go and like work on ourselves a bit, I yeah. think. Yeah. We're going to go and try harder. <laughs> I'm Maria. And I'm in the same category. Oh, what's, what's your show? Uh, talking with Painters. Talking with Painters! Wow. Maria, thank I've been you. Did you hear us guess what yours was going to be about? No. So Kate's theory. I had, I thought, well, maybe you're actually interviewing house painters because I had my house repainted last year and he was such a character. He had, like, was just full of anecdotes. That's a good idea for a podcast, actually. Well, you could have a bonus episode. Uh, Yeah, that's a great idea. Would you like me to hook you up with Darren? (laughs) This is my first guest. I listened to your Ken Doan one, classic. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, and I was was great. He was fantastic. So generous. and shocked to hear that he wasn't... Some honour that he didn't have, that most yeah, artists have. hung in the Art Gallery of New South Wales, which is unbelievable. I know, I can't believe it. Anyway, I mean, we've got to change that. So, Art Gallery of New South Wales. Well, well we've got to actually ask, we'll get your thoughts during the night on um, Helen Daniels's painting of Mrs Mangle on Neighbours. Oh, okay, yeah, I can give you a critique. Yeah, great, we'll, <laughs> we'll get it for you. Well, she's a little bit kind of um, like William Tobell. And that's <laughs> Uh, yeah, art's very important in the Erinsborough world. So, oh, okay, right, right, right. <laughs> anyway, good luck tonight. Thank nice. you too. Good luck. My name is Nelson. Michael. Tell us about your podcast. Well, uh, it's called Reddit on Reddit. So, oh, I love Reddit. This, this, is, this is Kate's homeland. Oh, this yeah. is the podcast I, for you. I, and I keep on telling her to get onto Reddit, and she's like, nah. and I'm like, no, but you've got to customize your experience well, of Reddit. Maybe what you need is two guides to introduce you to the world of Reddit. Yeah, that's right. Like, find somebody else, not us. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're terrible. <laughs> What's your favorite subreddits? Are they safe for work? They are. They're safe for work. So we, we break it into segments. Every week we have kind of the top trending in Shower Thoughts, Ask Reddit, Today I Learned, uh, things like that. Yeah, so that's our go-to. But then we also just pick out some random funny ones from Reddit. It's Have I got a great subreddit for you, which you probably already... Uh, just No Mill. Just No Mill? Yeah, Just No Mother-in-Law. It's, it's oh, stories, right. stories of... There's <laughs> yeah. some, some great that drama awesome. in there. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. that. Yeah, because yeah. I always have to look for like new, new content. I mean, we're super lazy, so it was actually a really good yeah. idea <laughs> to base it off something that's always producing content. Yeah, our yeah, podcast, hello, so. we, we make a Neighbours podcast. Someone else does all the hard yeah, work. Exactly. Exactly and right. we just rag on it. It's good, yeah. isn't it? Like someone else does all the work and you're like, you see this thing? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is what we think about this thing. Are you guys here with a podcast tonight? Yes, we no, are. We're, we're one of the sponsors. Uh, we're uh, with World Nomads. Our podcast is the World Nomads podcast. Is what it is on the can. Places to visit that are off the beaten track. So things that you won't find in a guidebook. Like my grandparents' village in Greece that I went to last where, year. Where? 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 Um, it's south of Mount Olympus. So I went last year. How good was it? Beautiful heaven. Like descending. And no, tu- and no tourists, right? I no, it was Greek Easter in Greece in a remote village at the foot of Mount Olympus. 
that's so the that's, sort of that's stuff. What that's what get. we talk about. Yeah. All right. Calisphera. Calisphera. <laughs> do you are you travellers or do, are you like couch travellers? Uh, yeah, well, we uh, it's actually a branded podcast, so we work for a travel insurance company, would you believe? <laughs> Perfect. Can you believe? But, I mean, we do more than talk about travel insurance. We like to talk about travel because yeah. how travel can change your life. My favourite island was Simi. There aren't many tourists that go there. That was, yeah, sensational. My, uh, my favourite island is Lesbos. Of course it is. Saying, you know. <laughs> I do apologise for my co-host. <laughs> it's you know, that kind of a podcast. Someone had to say it. <laughs> I'm Tom, Tom Hogan. And Greg. What show are you here with? Obscure Music Histories. Mine's a comedy finalist. How obscure? Uh, they don't really exist. It's kind of like music that... Uh, I write all the music myself and I interview all the musicians myself who, end up, who are also me. And it's just an exercise in like authenticity and history and... So we're not talking Ace of Base. Oh my God, I should get them in, actually. They'd be up for um, it. Well, I will come too, because okay, they're my favourite. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not quite Steph and Dennis doing... Gonna, not, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to make you feel good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, it could be, though. I mean, like, the whole idea is that, like, anything... Like, I kind of use all the basis of real history music and strange phenomenons to sort of well, make maybe, up fake ones. Maybe you need to explore Lou Carpenter's music career. Like that tonight. Like as soon as I go back to the hotel, like the research <laughs> like, begins. I feel he's a touch yeah. Tom Jones. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, yeah. And also Tom Jones fan. Oh, I yeah, love yeah. him to bits. <laughs> uh, my name's Nat. I'm from Watchcast. What is digital empathy? And what is it? It's about how digital marketers should and can use empathy when they're marketing to people online. This is amazing. Because we like to link things back to neighbours and there's a character who had his own marketing company called Brand Enthusiasm, which was mainly just about hashtags. Oh, very nice. Do you see a lot of empathy out in the world of digital marketing? Much of it? Some people do it very, very well, but they're still kind of in the minority. But this, this podcast looks to the future a lot and how marketers can use new technologies like artificial intelligence to be much more empathetic. It's a shame CJ is not here tonight because she is an actual digital marketer. Yeah, she's at a digital marketers conference. Learning. Hope she's learning empathy. My name's Maury. My show is called The School of Hard Knock Knocks. The School of Hard Knock Knocks. We, we interview stand-up comedians and find out their journey from how they got started right through to today and where their next show is going to be and get advice on how to be a stand-up comedian. That is a precious title and amazing. Often you hear people... Maya does have a history in stand-up. I used to do stand-up and I, I still hear people talk about certain comedy rooms going, oh, you know, we don't have restrictions, anyone can do it. I'm like, yeah, but how do they find out about yeah. your information? Yeah, that's right. How do they find out? And, and what entices someone to suddenly go, you know, my day job's not for me. I'm going to go out and embarrass myself for the next two years of my life until I actually figure out how to do it. no shame left at all. That's right. And and I'm sure a lot of people would advise to keep a hang on to that day job just in case. Part time. I think it goes back in Egyptian, Greek and, and, uh, you know, Hebrew legend about burning your boats (laughs) is the best way to achieve anything. And I think that's probably true for a lot of successful comedians. (laughs) Burn your boats. Yeah. My name's Jennifer Macy. What's, what show are you representing? Uh, this Kid Life, which is in the kids and family category. It's from the it's by the Sydney Opera House. Where do you find the kids? Do the kids host? 
Well, we rounded up a panel of kids. We just sort of put a call out through the Opera House because the Opera House has lots of connections. And we also went to a couple of schools and just found a group of kids who were chatty and wanted to talk to us. And and the thing is, it was really important for us to put the kids front and centre because a lot of the kids' podcasts are grown-ups talking sort of down to kids or the kids are asking questions and the grown-ups are answering the questions. But in this case, we were asking the questions of the kids and finding out, you know, what their opinions were about issues that, you know, affect them as well. So, yeah, Beautiful. that was really important to us. Have you got a show too? Just started one. It'll come out in a couple of months. It's the latest next one from The Age. So you might remember Phoebe's Fall. Uh, Phoebe's Fall was my favourite. Oh, fantastic. Okay, I love it. So Richard Baker's doing another one and we've just started working on it. Can you say what it is yet? No. no it's of course. Awesome. No. Um, <laughs> are we going to get any updates from the Phoebe's Fall team at any point about how everything's going? That's a good... Uh, not that I know of, but it's not a bad idea. Because I actually think about them all the time. I think about that family all the time. I just... Well, the podcast stays with you. Like last month, I Googled it, just going, has there been any updates on the on the coroner's findings? Well, the amazing thing about this project is if you Google it, there's nothing that's going to come up. <laughs> Ooh, okay. It's a case that was not reported at all. Oh, okay, I've got tingles. I'm excited. Where should we keep an eye out to find it? Uh, late June, probably. Watch... Um, Fairfax website. yeah. Fairfax website? Okay, well, have a great night. No, I'm serious about the famous ball thing because, yeah, like, I'm always thinking about it. Okay, it's the end of the awards night now and we've got award-winning Rachel from Trace. Congratulations. Thank you so much. That was a beautiful speech. Oh, thanks. I think it's really important to... This is, like, this was a hard podcast. It wasn't fun. It's dark material. So I just thought it was important to acknowledge that that's not all about entertainment. Um, that's... Some important podcasting is a beautiful intimate medium to also tell some very hard stories. And I was talking earlier to one of the producers from Phoebe's Fall about how I still think about that all the time, and I do think about Maria's family as well all the time because you it doesn't just the episodes don't end and then it's over. You always wonder how the family's doing and how the survivors are all going. Well, that's good. I'm glad you still think about that because we're still. Hopefully soon the coroner, hopefully, will announce a new inquest. So she's thinking about that that at the moment. There's a jurisdictional wrangling going on at the moment as to whether it's her or the Supreme Court who decides whether there should be a new inquest. So that's what the sticking point is at the moment. So it continues. And make sure you update us. End of May or start of June it will be. Excellent. On the pod as well. Yeah. <laughs> on, the, on the podcast. Yeah. With like the um, developments this week in the Eron's case. I know, that's fascinating. I know. Like you, you just kind of have that hope that there's going to be something like that with Maria's case that they can just can be definitively solved. I do find that really heartening and with the Golden State Killer yeah. and the use of DNA and Ancestry.com or whatever site, not yeah, that's yeah. not the site they use, but whatever site they used, the power and, and the secrets that our bodies can hold years after we've died, I just think that that's fascinating. It's brilliant. And there's hope that the stories don't just finish. They don't just end because, you know, the... And I do, I empathise with listeners who really want me to write an ending, but it's not fiction. It's life and it's messy and it's not a story. It's this family's pain, you know, and it's this family's weight, so I can't just write you an ending. But I am staying on it. I am following it. I'm just waiting for Victoria Police and the coroner to do what I need them to do to bring you an update. Well, you've worked so hard, Rachel. Try and enjoy your night as well because it is a, it's a serious topic, but you've done really good work, so enjoy yourself. Well done. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Thank you.
Okay, so the awards are finished. Neighbours yeah. did not take back-to-back glory. Look, we are nominated and I think we are just so amazed to be nominated again. And look, I have to say, we're not the most highbrow category nominated in tonight. Yeah, and look, shout out to Across the Aisle who won in the Arts and Entertainment category. Really lovely theatre podcast. I was listening to the Priscilla episode last night and they did a really great analysis. And best sequin jacket of the night goes to oh Philip. I, I did. Didn't they say to you, I was like, got to interview him. He's got a sparkly jacket. So thanks everyone for chatting to us on the red carpet and throughout the night. We've enjoyed meeting everybody and we will be listening to everyone and we hope we've converted a few people to check back in on the old Ramsey Street residence. It's, it, look, everyone remembers Neighbours. Come on, get in there, guys. Actually, the only people that it didn't resonate with were those 10-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. But look, hey, look, I can pay that. But what professionalism. They really were trying to give us something. But the... A bit of content. They're, they're, they're all about the content, the kids these days. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening, and we'll chat soon. Bye.